Responders Breakfast. If you are a first responder, then you get free breakfast out here at Scramblers till 9 o'clock this morning. Pyramid Roofing Company and Barker's Frame and Collision sponsoring that incredible display of generosity for delicious breakfast for you first responders. And we have the first responders KSGF stickers out here also. So got till nine o'clock to get out here and take advantage of that. We have Tom Martz. We'll be chatting with him in moments. Also in the eight o'clock hour, we will talk with Secretary of State Ashcroft. He will be joining us here at Scrambler. So all that coming straight ahead. Let's go ahead and get the latest news update. From Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Angela Luna. From last night, Springfield Planning and Zoning decided once again to not recommend approval rezoning the northwest corner of Sunshine and National for general retail use. Developers presented a new plan including lowering the height of the building from 70 to 40 feet and an evergreen barrier behind a fence to create more privacy for neighbors. The request could be presented to City Council next year. And the City of Springfield wants your feedback on the future of Commercial Street. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says Missouri roads were some of the most dangerous from 2017 to 2021. The Show Me State recorded approximately 15 deaths per 100,000 people, while the national average is just over nine. From Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Angela Luna. Yeah, probably is. Or an Uber driver. The first alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements from Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Mostly cloudy with a 40% chance of rain today, high of 57. Tonight, rain 43. Slight chance of some rain tomorrow. Otherwise, cloudy, 48 for a high Sunday, sunny, high of 51. And Tom Arts. Hey, today is Sarah's favorite national holiday. Corn Dog Day? It is National Cat Herders Day. Oh. Cat herders. However, the chaos that would ensue from trying to herd cats is why we say that any kind of job or task that is an impossible uphill battle is like herding cats. See, and I'm just kind of, I've been watching it for like the last five minutes here as you've been Mm -hmm, trying mm -hmm. to get whatever it is going that you're going for the station. And I'm Mm -hmm. thinking this is her. Yeah, herding cats. Take a moment today to appreciate. Yeah, I am a cat. (laughs) Take a moment today to appreciate all the people out there whose jobs can be like herding cats. Magical Mr. Mistopheles, that's who I am. However, on to more important things. Today's date, 1998, the U.S. House of Representatives Committee on the Judiciary releases a 265-page report recommending the impeachment of President Bill Clinton for high crimes and misdemeanors. You know, footnote there. It's not really a footnote, I guess, actually. Um, I've heard, I just want to make this point. Whenever there is a conversation or an opinion presented, particularly by some elected officials or commentators regarding impeachment, impeachment inquiry of Biden, they, they constantly talk about the high crimes and misdemeanors. But what they skip over are the first two things that's actually listed as reason of impeachment, and that is treason and bribery. And that is where the Hunter Biden and the money comes in. It's not It's not even, because the high crimes and misdemeanors is one of those things that's not really defined. Bribery is. 
And so I just think we've become so accustomed, and perhaps because of past reasons for impeachment, the high crimes and misdemeanors, people seemingly are forgetting the treason and the bribery part of it as reason also. Now, some may argue that, well, there's no proof. But I'm saying that there is, for some people, clearly evidence, and some of that's based off of Biden's behavior towards some of these countries that have funneled money to these Biden bank accounts. But I just want it to be noted that anytime you hear somebody say that, well, there's high crimes, misdemeanors, high, the bribery is, is specifically, even before high crimes and misdemeanors, in the Constitution, a reason for impeachment. Just want to mention that alleged. Yeah, Remember, well, alleged. It's, oh, always yeah. alleged. it's always alleged when it's Team Smurf. Well, they, the Washington Post was writing a story. You know, they're admitting that Hunter Biden's corrupt, and they one of the things that they reference is him allegedly not paying taxes. That's not alleged. Everyone admits that he did. He, I mean, no one is saying that. That's not an allegation. That is just the truth. To your point, it's always alleged, no matter. In order to get off of the uh, the impeachment proceedings, let's talk about Sitting Bull. After let's many do. years of successfully resisting white efforts to destroy him and the Sioux people, the great Sioux chief and holy man, Sitting Bull is killed by Indian police at the Standing Rock Reservation in South Dakota in 1890. Legendary band leader Glenn Miller disappears oh. over the English Channel. <clears throat> I did not know that. Well, what, what was it like? In an airplane or what? Yeah, General James Doolittle of the United States Army Air Force, hero of the daring Doolittle raid on mainland Japan, and later the unified commander of Allied Air Forces in Europe, World War II, offers the following high praise to one, and that's how he uh, ended up. It was in an airplane. Glenn Miller, like the Glenn Miller Orchestra? Yeah. You know, I did not know that. I'll have to go back after the first break and, and actually click on that link and see where it takes me. <laughs> George Orwell delivers the manuscript for The Road to Wigan Pier. On this day in 1936, Schindler's List opens today in 1993. In Tel Aviv, Israel Adolf Eichmann, the Nazi SS officer who organized Adolf Hitler's final solution of the Jewish question, is condemned to death by an Israeli war criminal tribunal. Gene Paul Getty III, the grandson of American billionaire J. Paul Getty, is found alive near Naples five months after his kidnapping by an Italian gang. Did you ever see that movie in the last few years that was about that whole fiasco? There was a film that came out. I might have to watch it. Is that it. the I one forget. that they had all the little Mini Coopers in, driving through the streets of Italy real fast? No, I, I don't think so. I, oh. No, I don't think so. I think I know what you're talking about, but I do not think that that was... I think it. George Clooney was I in that, that movie. that was the Italian job. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, there was a film... I'm going to have to look it up. I'll look it up during the break. The uh, On this day, because today is there, there is another International Day of, and I believe this one's more important than National Cat Herder Day, but today is National Bill of Rights Day. Because the state of Virginia 
ratified the first 10 amendments to the U.S. Constitution, collectively known as the Bill of Rights, and it became the law of the land. Isn't it funny how the first 10 amendments are considered the law of the land and nobody listens to them? And and, uh, though getting all of that put together was like herding cats. That's right. United States announces that it will recognize communist China. President Jimmy Carter states that as of January 1, 1979, the United States will formally recognize the communist people, People's Republic of China and several relations with Taiwan. The Confederate Army of Tennessee is nearly destroyed when a Union Army commanded by General George Thomas swarms over the rebel trenches around Nashville. This is one of my favorites. Stephen M. Balzer patents the rotary engine. That was a mainstay in the Mazda RX-7s. And last but not least is... Walt Disney died on this day in 1901, or 1966. He was born in 1901. The film that I believe I was thinking about was the Ridley Scott-directed film, All the Money in the World, that had Michelle Williams, Christopher Plummer, Mark Wahlberg in it, among others. Oh, and on this day in 2001, Italy's Leaning Tower of Pisa reopens after a team of experts spent 11 years and $27 million to fortify the tower without eliminating its famous lean. More with Tom Arts from Scramblers on this First Responders Breakfast. Free breakfast for first responders out here until 9 a.m. from Pyramid Roofing Company and Barker's Frame and Collision and, of course, Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed. Here at Scramblers with Tom Arts. After departing from an airfield outside London on December 15, 1944, a single-engine aircraft carrying trombonist and band leader Glenn Miller goes missing over the English Channel. Miller was traveling to France for a congratulatory performance for American troops that had recently helped deliberate Paris. Miller, the biggest star on the American pop music scene in the years immediately preceding World War II, I love this part, set aside his brilliant career at its peak in 1942 to serve his country as leader of the USAAF dance band. I wonder if he was awarded a Purple Heart. Well, he's definitely MIA because they never found the wreckage or the plane or anything. Did they really not? The wreckage of Miller's plane was never found. His official military status remains missing in action. I bet you he's with Elvis. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't. I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, oh, and I know a lot about Glenn Miller, but I, I, I don't know. I just didn't know that. Quote of the day is by Ross Perot. Mm. Yes, that Ross Perot. The activist is not the man who says the river is dirty. The activist is the man who cleans up the river. Okay. Now, would you rather? 
Well, this is new. What is this? Uh, well, we did this once before. I did just we? I just have yet I haven't found one that was okay. beneficial for would you rather. So, would you rather have now you're got you guys are running commercials. I believe they're PSAs about people being able to steal your house. Oh, okay. Okay, and I believe that uh Yeah, I think those are are yeah, they're 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 either uh, a commercial advertising a service to prevent right. it from happening, yeah. kind of like LifeLock or whatever. Yeah, I think a lot of the national hosts um, do some of those too. Uh, that's when I hear them all the time. And I know that uh, why can't I think of her name? Emily. Yeah, Emily. Yeah. <laughs> it just drew a blank. <laughs> I know Emily at one point in time had talked about yeah, that uh, as, as one right. of her one of her segments. So, would you rather? Have somebody fill out paperwork and steal your house out from underneath you via them taking loans out for it and basically buying it out from underneath you without your knowledge? Or would you rather have the county that you live in do it by jumping your assessed value of your house from 239000 up to $404,440? I'd rather have the private citizen do it. <laughs> Simply because at least then everyone would acknowledge it was wrong as opposed to when the government does it. And it's just and, you know, I'm the wrong one for not wanting to, quote, pay my fair share. Laura, Laura Carey has one of the highest value homes in her Lee Summit neighborhood. It's something she's planned to fight. She requested a county inspection. She offered the same access to KCTV5, which is where I'm getting this article. The foundation in the house is cracked. It shows signs of leaks. Ceilings are stained from plumbing problems. It has electrical cords are strung throughout the home because the numerous outlets no longer work. But what amazes me is in this article, she points out that she she invited the county to also come in and inspect inside her house. Now, you know darn well, the county looks at this and goes, you know, this house probably isn't livable. So let's make it so that you can't live in it. We'll revoke your whatever that permit is that allows you to live in a house that's built on the property that you're supposed to own and prevent you from living in it. She believes her house could be listed for three hundred and thirty to three hundred and fifty thousand. She does. Of course she hasn't got a right. an official appraisal yet. If it was updated, she estimates she could get like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars as is. She points to the estimates. Oh, she did get estimates neatly stacked together in a folder for how much it would cost to bring the house back up to a condition to where it could be sold. So you have a municipality who, for lack of a better term, is trying to steal her property out from underneath her by jacking up her appraised value of her house from 239000 to 404000 all in one year. Uh, this, to me, if I were... Well, you know what? Maybe we'll have an opportunity to ask uh, Jay Ashcroft this when he joins us later. If I were running for governor, I think I would make this one of my top four. This is just wrong. The the, the whole the system. Well, I, that, I, this is one of Bill Eichel's issues it, is to eliminate yeah, property Yeah, that's true. Tax. That's right. Yeah, that is true. Um, and, and even if you don't believe in eliminating property taxes, 
to change it to where you cannot do this. The 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 one of the biggest problems with this is, of course, the fact that you cannot hold anyone accountable. There's no one. You know, there's no politician that votes to raise what you know to increase the amount you have to pay there, there's no elected official it's just this system like oh well sorry it just went up nothing we can do about it. that's just the way that it is you and, and then they feed you this crap but if you want to challenge our assertion we'll listen to you and then decide if we're wrong it is it's just maddening the whole thing it's wrong it's immoral if this were something that anyone ever tried to do in some sort of private capacity they'd go to prison for it. Uh, and the fact that in Missouri, this really deep red state where Republicans have veto power, that we still have this system in place. And I know why it is, because the minute that Republicans try to do away with it or some you know Republican would try to do away with it, you'd have all these local municipalities pitching a fit because they'd be afraid that they're going to lose some of their money as they see it. They would lose some of your money. But and they love they're in a sweet position. This stuff never goes down. It always goes up, and they can say, oh, nothing we could do. That's just the way that it is. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Well, the game needs to change, and the minute you try to change the rules of the against the citizen and the homeowner the very people who say there's nothing they can be done about that can be done about it they will do everything they can to make sure that you don't do anything about it and that's where you'll have republican lawmakers bend to the local municipalities because they don't want them coming out again it's just it was really really frustrating well the 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 deck is actually stacked against the homeowner anyhow because you're not going to find an appraiser who's going to go much lower than what it is that the assessed value is through the assessor. Because there is a, there's kind of like a public-private partnership that happens there. That, I mean, it's kind of like trying to find a lawyer to sue government. You're not going to find them either because pretty much they're predominantly within the same cahoots with one another. I can't so. believe that it's even li- allowed to happen. I, I'm sure there have been legal challenges, and again, I mean, it's the government. So The kilo the, decision. Was that the, regarding... That was regarding the uh, the lady there in Connecticut whose property was taken away yeah, from her the, by the no I'm I'm the talking municipality about, to give it to a private developer yeah no I, I'm talking about this form of quote taxation where you can have the amount of taxes you pay increase when nobody actually quote increases them I, I just cannot believe that that's legal because it's so immoral and unethical. Well, it's almost like paying a tax on what they believe that you should be earning versus what you are earning. I know I shouldn't give the government any ideas, oh, but yeah. if, they, if they believe that you should be making $150,000 as a talk show host, but you're only making yeah. 70000 well, then they they need to tax you on $150,000 yeah. yeah. because this that's your what assessed yeah. value. This is what you're actually worth. Now, we know that you, you don't get paid. That's a really good point. We know that you don't actually get paid $150,000. You get paid $70,000, but, but our assessment is that so your income tax is going to be based off of you making 150,000 yeah that's exactly true and if you would if somebody were to present that they'd be laughed out of the room but it's no different than what's done with our property more with Tom Mart's coming up from scramblers this morning it's the first responders breakfast uh, pyramid roofing and Barker's frame and collision buying free breakfast for first responders here this morning I'm Nick Reed. Yeah. 
All right, we're gonna get a traffic you know update. Dasher and dancer and prancer Chris Stark, who of course has been on the program every so often, and he's here every morning, and he has this Christmas sweater on that. I've seen him wear before. I've never actually read it. I finally read it because I heard someone say, I like your sweater. And I thought, I've never read it. It says, guns don't kill people. Clintons do. <laughs> oh, isn't that great? <laughs> I love it. That's triggering. It, it's, it's triggering. It's, tri- it's hate speech. Words equal violence. Traffic update live from Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed. They never let pull. earlier mentioning our good friend Emily Johnson. Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. Anytime you have any needs when it comes to home buying or selling, she is your absolute go-to best in the area. Recommend her as well. Um, You want somebody to just forever be indebted to you. When they ask you or you see a friend posting on social media, does anybody know a good agent? I'm trying to sell a home or looking to buy a home. Uh, just make sure you hook them up with Emily Johnson House Theory Realty, and they will forever be in your debt. You can find her information, ksgf.com, under Nick's endorsements. And now the first alert forecast, sponsored by Wolfpack Cleaners, your residential and commercial cleaning professionals. For today, cloudy with a 40% chance of rain, 57 for the high, 43 in rain tonight. Slight chance of rain tomorrow with a high of 48 and Sunday sunny, 51. Did he ever find his phone? Not that I'm aware of, but I know he did have it this morning. I guess I could call it and see if he answers. I think we all just call him and just just blow it ringing up. like crazy. And then when he answers it, just then appoint somebody else to call him and see just one after another. Just want to make sure you found your phone. Hey, I know you probably won't remember this because your nose isn't buried in this stuff on an (laughs) annual basis like mine is. But several years ago, we talked about a piece of legislation that it was voluntary that when you registered vote, that you register as a Republican, Democrat, independent, unaffiliated, libertarian, Constitution Party, whatever. Well, if this bill passes, it will no longer be voluntary. You will be required to register either as a Republican, a Democrat, a Constitution, Libertarian, Independent, or unaffiliated. Now, political parties are private organizations. They are not governmental entities. Therefore, the governmental entity known as the state of Missouri, just like every other state, should not be complacent with and endorsing creating a database for a private organization, which is what they're doing. It says as part of this bill that, except as provided in subsection 4 of this section, the governing body of any established political party shall adopt a closed primary election system that shall be enforced by the office of the Secretary of State and the requisite local election authority. The closed primary election system shall be binding upon all elections for partisan officers in the state. 
and the state shall pay the cost of implementing and providing notice of the closed primary system under this section with the exception of any caucus or primary election conducted under subsection 4 of this section the state shall end any initial notification requirement under this section or chapter after the political party primary election is held in August of 2026 so the state is actually paying for the primary system, which is a selection election. It's not an actual election because you're not actually voting for anyone who's going to represent you. You're voting for the person that you want to be the representative of that political party. This needs to be gotten rid of. Either you have a closed caucus system and then you allow the the committee men, committee women to do it, or you allow the the people who are known Republicans and Democrats to do it in a closed caucus system. Get this selection process out of my wallet. Get it out of Sarah's wallet. Everyone in here, get it out of their wallet. We don't have to pay. It's It would be like the state of Missouri paying for the election of the board of directors for Microsoft. That's pretty much what we're doing with yeah, this process. Or, or um, any private organization, right. or just any club or, you know, Kiwanis Club forcing the taxpayers to... But, Tom, Missouri's the only state that doesn't do it oh, this yeah, way. The only state. Which, oh, by the way, <laughs> officially kicked in our prescription drug monitoring program this week. <laughs> I saw an article that, that it's officially implemented now and underway. Well, so what are you going to do? Solved. I mean, hey. That problem solved. The, prescri- the uh, prescription drug monitoring program, now that it's completely implemented in 50 states, that means all yeah. prescription drug deaths will terminate right. and cease. It will just be fentanyl now the reason I shipped re- in from Mexico. The, the, the reason I reference that for those that don't know is because that was the big selling point for the longest time, that Missouri is the only state that hasn't done it. Missouri is one of the few, if not the only state, that doesn't require you to register when you when you go and vote. I mean, Quite, uh, when right. you when you register yeah. to vote, you don't have to register as Republican, Democrat, now, or any of that crap. So let me ask you this question: If that does occur to where you have to do that register, what do you know? What you'll do? What you will register as? What with what party you'll register? Do you know? Well, I'll I'll be unaffiliated. I mean, I I, I fully believe with with what I do with the Lock and Smith Foundation. Yeah. I need to be unaffiliated anyway. The problem is, is they're taking money out of my pocket oh, sure. no, no, to I pay for something I, I, that yeah. I'm not part of. Right. Totally. One I one hundred percent agree. The re- and the only way I get to partake in it get my money's worth that no taxation without representation is to either register as a republican or a democrat because none of these other political parties have primaries they do it the right way here's the the reason that i ask because i've I've thought about this and i i although when it comes down to voting I'm going to and have in the past found myself a voting Republican when I the, the options are before me. Not always, but you know, sometimes there are other third, fourth, fifth party candidates that are available. At the same time, if, if I don't register as a Republican, then when the Republicans, because one of the biggest problems that I talk about is that Republicans in these primaries, the, the party 
you know, they get these establishment people that are actually middle of the road or whatever. And, and, and we've got to, in order to fix that problem within the Republican Party, is to start voting for the right candidate in the primary. And so if I unaffiliate myself, then I'm going to be unable to be part of that solution. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so that's, you know, but... Yeah, anyway, so I don't know what I would do. Actually, most likely, I would register as Republican so that I would be able to participate in fixing the problem within the Republican Party. Um, but that's not genuinely, I suppose, where my mind is. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, and you've, you've told me this before, that there was a time when I did have my name on the ballot as a Republican, and you were at an event where when my name was announced, somebody said, well, he's not a Republican. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> if I told you that, it was true. I say a lot of I think it was at a Target barbecue. Oh, it was at one okay. of those venues that <laughs> because I was listed as a Republican for state representative. Got it. And then someone said, well, he's not a Republican. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sounds about right. Tom Arts with us. We're going to take a quick break. As you can hear, it's buzzing here at Scramblers this morning. We do have that first responders breakfast sponsored by Pyramid Roofing Company's Pyramid Company and Barker Frame and Collision, uh, Barker's Frame and Collision, uh, those two sponsoring the event today. So if you are a first responder, you have until 9 o'clock to get free breakfast here at Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed. Maybe I'm going to be thinking of trying to think of that perfect Christmas idea that's just a little more special and actually totally awesome and amazing. Uh, garage experts, check them out. They do such incredible work, and it does turn that garage into a pride point in your home. Uh, it really genuinely does. I told the story the other day about how I walked into my garage and with my brother and his family coming into town, and I thought, oh, I can't remember the last time they were here. Did they? Was my garage what it is now? Have they seen it? That's what happens with your garage. You you get excited about showing it to people, whether it's the flooring, the color schemes that you picked out, just the massive improvement of the overall look, aesthetics, and then the customized storage. It is taking a garage, and, and it is as if you're adding a whole new livable room into your house. Garage Experts, KSGF.com under Nick's endorsements, and it's Tom Martz. The House has already introduced, and it's pre-file season, of course the legislative session doesn't happen until January, there have already been introduced in excess of 300 pieces of legislation. I'm afraid to go look at the Senate side. I'm sure each and every one of them is focused on limiting government, on cutting down the amount of government. I don't even think you could make the case that just the Republican bills are just of that nature. We know the Democrat bills aren't. However, I'm... You know, it's one of those things that uh, it gets more frustrating year after year after year. And I know you, you have to introduce a piece of legislation in order to limit government because of all the expansiveness that has occurred within the confines of law. So in order to rescind law, you have to write a law to rescind law. So it does get frustrating at times. But it would be nice if they just went up there, they passed a budget, and said, okay, we're done. 
because I, I, I would be the first person applauding that that's the only thing they did is they passed a budget, hopefully within the limitations of how much money we actually get just from the state, not with the federal funds involved, and go home. Uh, that'd be awesome also if there was some sort of mechanism that required for every before you could pass a new law there had to be the repeal of two others or the or if you're going to propose a new department the elimination of two well i see at the federal level that marco rubio has teamed up with a democrat and i forget which state it is to make it so that the president cannot remove us from nato Apparently, there's a fear that if Trump gets elected again, that he would now require congressional approval to remove the United States from NATO. And, of course, they say without NATO, Putin would have been able to run roughshod over Ukraine. But if you look at this in the proper context, it's pretty much because of NATO that Putin is in Ukraine and Putin's going to be wherever it is that he goes because we keep we the gentleman's agreement that was created back in World War II completely flew out the window several, several years ago when we started getting closer and closer and closer to Russia's border with these NATO countries. It would be like the states down in Mexico allowing Chinese occupancy to come in and the United States going, wait, 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 let's, let's back up the bus. Oh, don't worry about it. We're not going to invade you. Well, under this administration, that's probably exact, you know, I, it'd be welcomed, I'm sure. But, you know, I am so, I, I've gotten to the point, I am so sick and tired of this irrational fear-mongering over Trump. Trump is not perfect, and there are a lot of very legitimate uh, areas of discussion about would Trump be better for this or that but these it, it, it's as if they take a scenario in which he has demonstrated the opposite and then they run with that NATO the the only real significant change that has come about within NATO in my lifetime is the other countries for the first time putting more skin in the game and that was a result of Donald Trump when the, I forget what his his name is, and I forget his position, but he's essentially the sort of like chairman of NATO. He spoke before a joint uh, member of Congress event during Trump's presidency, and in that he fully explained and acknowledged that if, if it were not for Donald Trump, none of those countries would have done that. Now, for all of Biden's walking around claiming or shuffling around that he, quote, strengthened NATO, what strengthened NATO is those other countries, albeit maybe not to a huge degree, actually stepping up and putting more of their own skin in the game. And so when you have these absurd hysterics running around, you know, Trump's going to do this, Trump's going to do that. Well, we've got to pass a law because he's going to get us out of NATO, which first of all, okay, so what if we did anyway? Who cares? I mean, you know, have that. Dis it's not the worst thing in the world. I'm not saying that that needs to be done, but it's not the end of the world. That that mindset also that, well, you can't do that. That would be the end of the world. But that he is the only president in modern history that has actually caused NATO to strengthen itself. 
it, it's just uh, these hysterics of, of I keep thinking about we have nothing to fear but fear itself and if that doesn't define the reaction to Trump on virtu- on 90% of the issues, I don't know what does. You know, oh, he's going to cancel elections. He's going to execute generals. He's going to do all these things. I'm like, he's going to start, you know, imprisoning political opposition, which, of course, these are all things that the left is currently doing, or many of them anyhow. And I- I'm like, it's, it's this made-up hysteria. It's fear itself that they fear. Any, anybody who can look at, and probably occupation is not the right word, but it's the only word I can think of, the fact that the United States has created militarily, we have weakened Germany, Great Britain, Italy, Spain, France, because of our presence over there, we pretty much have given those countries free reign to do whatever it is that they want to do because we as a nation are going to defend them if anything ever occurs. And we militarily made them weak. So, yeah, Trump, to his credit, was the first one to say, hey, wait a minute, you've got to start ponying up to, to, to help this situation out. We can't defend you. And we can't protect you unless you're going to make the basis of you're going to help yourself. Incidentally, something that also didn't get a great deal of news uh, was that the peace agreement that was signed in 2018 under Trump between North and South Korea this week, South Korea or North Korea pulled out of it, saying that it's no longer going to acknowledge it. So there's yet another peace agreement that the warmongering Trump helped foster that has fallen apart under the Biden administration. More with Tom Martz in moments. I'm Nick Reed. Sarah Myers, everyone. Thank you. Well, as we move into cooler weather, it's pretty common for home repairs to pop up, and that includes with your roof. And uh, I was speaking with Joshua the Pyramid Roofing Company earlier this week, and he said that they've noticed an increase in nail pops uh, while they were doing the roof inspections. And nail pops, they can be harmful to your roof because that can allow moisture to seep in, and it can do a lot of damage to not only your shingles, but your decking as well. So if you have an older roof or you think maybe you have some damage from storms that happened earlier this year, right now is a great time to give Josh and the team over at the Pyramid Roofing Company a call for a roof inspection. They can come out, uh, check your vents, your gutters, the whole nine yards. And if something does pop up, no worries, because the Pyramid Roofing Company has got you covered. And plus, it gives you a little bit of peace of mind as we do move into that winter weather. So if you do want to schedule a roof inspection, you can find all of that contact information for the Pyramid Roofing Company under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at KSGF.com. we got about 45 seconds left, sir. Hey, the uh, Legislative Committee had their end-of-year session, so we had a nice little dinner at the Hill. And as soon as I have formulated and tabulated the spreadsheet, which will be at the beginning of next year, we will announce who the five finalists were for the Granite Plaque Award. All right. But I thought you were going to say as soon as you finalized the bill for the evening, then you were going to... Actually, well, we we told the rookie he gets to pay for the whole entire thing. And he's like, well, well, wait a minute. I didn't sign up for that. That's how you get new recruitment. It's like, well, you better recruit someone. (laughs) But, But this year we did create a criteria by which they can get a granite plaque. Okay. So the winner, in, the winner in the house, if he did not achieve a certain percentage, mm. is not going to... They'll get what's called the granite plaque, but it. it's just not going to be a granite plaque. News in 60 seconds. I'm Nick Reed.